When did common sense stop being common? When did critical thinking lose its critical mass? When did telling the truth become telling a lie? I'm Nick Elliott, I'm here with my brother Andrew, and we'd like to welcome you to this special presentation of the Sounding Board podcast. Make sure you visit us at soundingboard.com, rate, review and share this podcast with your friends and family and join the debate on our Telegram channel by going to t.me forward slash soundingboard. It's great to have you with us. Have you seen this uh, tweet by Zuby Music, uh, by good old Zuby? The media actually managed to convince millions of people to be afraid of the air. Yes, yeah, I did see it. I saw it when he tweeted it originally. I've, I've, I've actually, I've kind of used that a couple of times or something similar um, right. when kind of debating people on Twitter, particularly about fear of the vaccines. It's like, you're afraid of breathing. Yeah. Uh, so doing, doing a bit of lurking today, I, I, haven't, I haven't been lurking on Twitter for, for over a week. So, uh, well, hence not seeing this, because I think that was from back at the beginning of October. Uh, but he posted it onto Instagram as right. well. As yeah, a, he, he off, I think he often screenshots his tweets and sticks yeah. them on Instagram. And so this was screenshotted by the time he'd had like twenty five thousand likes on this. So it was doing it was doing well. Uh, and um, and then someone else has then taken a screenshot of his post on Instagram and reshared it and made a comment, only because that statement has been fact checked. Okay, <laughs> so. The whole post—I've never seen this before. I'm not—I'm not on Instagram, so I, I, I had to check what this was. But you've obviously got Instagram's all about square images. Yes. Yeah, and so he's done a screenshot in the in the shape of a square, and they've covered it. They've grayed it all out, and put false information. They've got the whole icon for false information now. It's like a little newspaper with a line through it. False information. The same information was reviewed by independent fact checkers in another post. CY, and then a link saying C post underneath that. Okay, now this is before you 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 know that underneath is that is that post, and obviously this is all part of the same Facebook group. So they've got their so-called independent fact checkers, haven't they? Facebook, they've got this like board of of people from they're from, they're from like Reuters or whatever. So it's, like, it's not independent of any of any kind. Yeah, they'll just be it'll be some twenty-year-old transgender with blue hair. Yep. If you then click see the post, you then get the screenshot. The media actually managed to convince millions of people to be afraid of the air. And then another warning on it in red with a little exclamation mark, like, you know, you know, men at work. See why fact checkers say this is false. I mean, I just find this hilarious. How, just start off, how do you fact check something like that? I, I, that was the question what, I was going to If you were to ask. write the article to debunk yeah. that, what would you say? Because I know they're, I know they're crazy, and I know, I think it was in our last edition. I talked about um, not reading any mainstream articles anymore because there's a particular, there's a particular layout to them. Now. There's a particular structure. Oh, it's just a narrative. Yeah, but there's, but there's like a template. It's like now put the bit in here. Now you know where you where you where you quote someone to to support your case. Now put a bit in here, which is the blatant lie. And I, and I, I can't read them. I can't read them anymore. And the fact checks have got a similar kind of feel to have, them. Have you read the article be, behind that? Because that will be, you know, what are they going to say? Oh, you know, we, we've we've independently fact checked this, and we can assure you that people are not afraid of the air. We've, we've you know, we've interviewed. Or, or does it say we fact checked? And and people absolutely should be afraid of the air, just like the government say. Yeah, but it wasn't the media. <laughs> yeah. I, They're I, afraid of the uh, of their own accord because of the global pandemic. Or what? You know, what, what angle do you take? It, it's bizarre. Have you seen the other warning on Twitter now? There's, no. there's a new there's a new style of warning, so you can. Oh, it's always developed further, has it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So on some and I've only obviously I've only ever seen this on like right wingers and libertarians and and conservatives, where they will tweet something, and if you go to reply, it'll be a warning saying, "Hold up a second." Uh, conversations like this can be intense or something like that it's like real colloquial what? language um just oh, warning you about what, getting into what? a conversation with a conservative tweeter that's hilarious and so, they're really they're, they're so often it's not about really... the content of the tweet it's about do you think it's about the person um 
Yeah, because I've only ever I've only ever seen them on like conservatives and right wingers. But are they controversial tweets? Well, no. So one of them posted an interview he did on uh, GB News. Um, uh, Martin Daubney, or however you pronounce his yeah. name. Uh, there was like an interview he did uh, debating someone on GB News. It was like a, a two, two minute clip or whatever. Yeah. He posted that that on there, and it's like, whoa! Just take it easy. You might not want to reply to this. So it's so it's similar to the the ones that say, uh, "Careful, do you, do you, are you sure you want to see this? Because it might be offensive." Cause yes, because there's, there's those ones, isn't there? And it's like, have you have you literally ever seen anything even remotely offensive? Well, no, and when this you is, click view, and no, normally it means not. the most benign reply ever. I mean, that, that that's one it's one of the examples I think of it of it just just completely going wrong. Mm. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I was expecting to see like horrendous swear words and all sorts, and and yeah. normally it's like you're a muppet or something like that. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not. This is why I don't get that. I I don't think it's algorithms that are related to the content as much as the people and their patterns of behaviour. Mm. But these would ones, you agree with that? Yeah, I would. But and these ones, they're like you can't even you can't even fact check that and prove them wrong so you have to put some other kind of warning on there yes. it's like we can't we can't tell you this is fa- this is false information because you know that's even for our spin doctors we can't say that but we'll put a warning on there anyway this is going to be intense <laughs> that's just funny do you think i mean obviously all of this is you know speech policing mm. um do you think that the the mainstream view, the you know the the people who are using this platform, these platforms all day long. Um, do you think they see these things and genuinely feel more protected, safer? It's not about protection. It's about it again. It's just all about compliance, and it's about anything that that's outside their narrative going down the memory hole. We no, don't... but do you think they think that? That's what I'm getting at. Do they do they look at these things and think? I'm really glad that Twitter has put these warnings on because it was a, it was the wild west before, uh, and now I feel so much safer chatting to people online because I'm going to get warned when I come across something that might you know might be too intense. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think anyone thinks that. I, I think they are just happy to put people off who are on the wrong side. We can make life as difficult as as we can for them. That's it's all. It's all. It's all about so, just one one way of thinking. So it's probably going to act as a a, a label. It, it is going to act as a red flag to the people on the other side, as in they're going to go, ah, right. Well, then I, I, I haven't even seen this guy tweet before, but Twitter. You know, they're going to subconsciously go, well, Twitter are labelling this. So, so and, and I'm I'm supportive of all the Twitter censorship. So therefore, this 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 guy must be bad news. So if anything, it's probably going to make them a bit more belligerent against against someone who's been tagged in this way by the algorithm. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I mean, it's it's definitely about it's it's always been about making it hard for people with the wrong opinions. Yeah. How far do you think it can go, though? How, do you do you think? I mean, I know people are getting banned and suspended, uh, and it's one of the reasons I just haven't been on all year. Uh, so I'm just I'm just done with that with that crap. But do you think even with those the people that support it, there might be a tipping point of too many warnings, too many different types of intervention? Do you think because all they've done is just add and add and add and add and add in the last twelve months? It was kind of the run up to the election, wasn't it? it was the general election in America was kind of when these warnings started. Mm. I I don't know because I think the the people that they want on the platform won't be seeing these these warnings mm. because they're not going to be following the people that are, that are giving off the warnings oh, I see and so as long as they don't see a warning they can't be accused of wrong thing yeah you know right wingers uh, right wingers follow left wingers left wingers don't follow right wingers and there's, there's Twitter data okay. to support that okay so do you think it could lead therefore to what they kind of want which is to shut out the libertarians the right wingers yes the people. that's exactly what they and want. Do you think that'll lead to them all popping up on other platforms or a or a another platform, so that there will actually be there'll be Twitter that everyone just everyone knows is right think and and leftism and authoritarianism, and some other platform, whether that is Gab or Getter or if something tiny like Unflappable gets off the ground, that 
that that will be the place. I mean, it'll, it'll be it'll be seen and spoken about by the other side as this horrific terrorism. Yeah, you know, and, and the media. There'll be it'll be the yeah, yeah. they'll be labelled Nazis and fascist yeah. and and all sorts. Whereas it's actually going to be the fascists on Twitter. But do you think do you think it will lead to to more people leaving and consolidating in that way? Uh, I'm not sure whether I'm not sure whether they consolidate. I think a lot of people will just give up, like you have, yeah. and not post anywhere. But that's yeah. fine for you know for the for the Twitter you know I mean management. That's they just don't want you and I of, on their platform. Yeah, I mean it's kind of not good for you, social media. I don't think you know it. It, it is it is addictive. It, you know, absolutely is, and they and they know it. You know, the concept of getting likes for things. <laughs> Um, and uh, and more views and more retweets and, and all that kind of stuff. I don't I don't think it, yeah it's a dopamine hit, mm. isn't it? So I don't think it's necessarily that that great that great a thing um, if you are engaging with it in that way. Um, but I suppose you're right. So have, have I, am I letting them win by not going on there and speaking my mind? Is that I don't know because I the, the kinds of things where if I'm being honest, I don't get lots of likes and retweets. If right. I put a bit of hyperbole in there. I will get more likes and stuff, but I don't want to put hyperbole in my tweets. You just want to be just to get likes. So I, I, yeah. I, you know, I want to kind of say say what I mean. Um, this, is, this is another question for you. Do you, the peop, the censors, okay, the people who are, uh, you know, not ne- not necessarily just the, the people who are doing the censoring, but everybody else. Because if you speak to left wingers, they they love all this. They love the yeah. fact that they're putting warnings on and they're fact the, su- checks so the supporters. And supporters. Do they do they genuinely think they're the good guys? You know, you know that you know that you know that sketch. Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? I mean, can you? And this is this is a, a, an open question for any left winger who may be listening. I doubt there are, but can, you know, can you name me a scenario or an instance in the past where the censors have been on the right side of history? Oh, yeah, yeah, I certainly can't think of any. It, it's and there's, there's a reason used. for that. Yeah, I know, and but but again, this is um, this is how people forget. Isn't it? People just, or whether it's willful or otherwise, people forget about the really quite recent past, and they don't see the trends. I, I mean, I, I don't even think they acknowledge them. I don't even think, I don't even think they think this time it'll be different. I mean, left wingers have got a lot of that going on. Okay? I, yeah, because in the past, the right wingers were the ones who were doing. But this uh, is what I'm getting. The censoring. But are the what, but now, now, of, now that we're doing it, now that we're doing it, you know, it's fine because we're the good guys. You're talking about like Nazi Germany, that kind of, that kind of. No, stuff. no, just just in general with you know, like you know, let's say, uh, you know, it was always kind of left wing comedians who were like a bit more edgy in the past, and uh, you know, whereas it would be like kind of the religious right. I just right can't imagine that anymore. I find that I really know, difficult to even contemplate that a left wing comedian could be edgy. Well, back in the day. Yeah. They used to be, you know. Look at your kind of George Carlin's and people, and you know they were they were all left wingers, but they were proper edgy. They were all about free speech, yeah, uh, because they were the ones being censored. And yeah. then now, you know, the modern modern leftists, because the censoring censoring is on their side, uh, they love it. So it's just it's just power, yeah. So you know, it kind of strikes me that they were the people old enough to have kind of lived through both. Were probably not really on the side of free speech. They just wanted to get their point across. Yes. Whereas now that they can get their point across, well, we'll, we'll censor everything else, and that's fine. Yeah, they were only arguing free speech to be heard, as opposed to because there was a, a fundamental tenet uh, at play. And that wouldn't surprise me if lots of right wingers who are for free speech now, if the tables turned in ten or fifteen years' time, wouldn't be quite so pro free speech. Yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? Is that mm. nobody thinks about these things from any kind of first principle? No, and, and and lots of people are not. They're not actually for free speech. They say they're for free speech. It's like people saying, "I'm a liberal" or "I'm a libertarian." Yeah, I'm for free speech, but we need restrictions on this, and we need restrictions on this. I do think, though, um, we haven't we haven't talked specifically about free speech for for a while, but I do think it is a more difficult subject matter to talk about compared to something like free trade because there are I don't know what word to even use nuances might not be the right one but to actually define what free speech is there's a lot of things people can hurl at you saying oh well, I thought you were in for free speech and you know, but yet you blocked me on you know Twitter or you know, stuff like that and it's it, it it's all of those kind of things that kind of muddy the water a bit I think 
with yeah you need to you need you need to argue free speech from a, the point of view of property rights yes you don't you're not you're you know i'm i'm for free free speech means that the law can't come come after you but you don't have the right to say anything you want in my backyard yeah yeah it's all, well, and, it's all about property rights and but and, and no platforming and this kind of stuff is obviously a bit is a bit dicey in that regard isn't it um you know and an organization uh that says i'm not going to have this person to come and speak here that as you said that owns that property they've got every right to define who speaks on their property um but it is a free speech issue still isn't it um it depends it depends so who's you know again nobody argues it from property rights i mean that's the first thing we need to acknowledge yeah. literally nobody does well that's so so there's there's the the free speech from property rights angle um when you're talking about someone being no platformed okay where are they being no platform from is it a university that i'm paying for in which case i have every right to be angry that that someone you know someone i like like jordan peterson yeah uh, for example you know gets banned from cambridge university or whatever you know one of the greatest living philosophers uh you know not welcome yeah um so there's there's that side of things um there's also the side of it's better to you don't and I've said this before you don't want to give the wrong people like fascists and Nazis and or even communists you don't want to give them legitimate grievances so you don't want to push stuff underground so you know you want to you want to argue with these people and 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 to sure. to, to win the argument and to prove that they're wrong if you if you just no platform someone and say right we're just gonna you know your your particular view your you know your area of thought that's just not welcome in the world. You push it underground and then they'll form these echo chambers and they'll never, if they can never argue with anybody and their ideas will never be challenged, they'll never change their opinion. So the way to, the way to kind of to, to, to get Nazis to not be Nazis is to engage them and to debate them. Okay, but yet Twitter's a great example of this. I'm sure the other platforms are similar, but Twitter, because of the short replies, um, is, is, is more focused. Um, you get people in quotes engaging with you all the time but they are pure mischief makers yeah we've we've, we've discussed a number of the techniques that they use mm. and one of the arguments is from their side is that if you aren't willing to engage with them on their points in the way that they're delivering them that you're somehow you must somehow be against free speech. Yeah, and often, often engaging with them is that they will they will ask you to give five examples with yes. the peer reviewed oh, to prove exactly. your point. And it's like, no, this was this was the thirty second tweet. I know I'm right. I'm not going to do your work for you. Yeah. And then if you just shut them down, oh, I thought you were for free speech. And I'm just, it's sea lining, isn't it? Have you seen that sea line cartoon? No. I'll have to. I'll have to kind of. There are a number of these terms I'm not familiar with, but that's that's. That's a new one on me. It's it's where there's there was a cartoon uh, where someone said something about not liking sea lions, and the other guy says, "Oh no no no, you don't you don't want to, you don't want to say that, that around here." And then like a sea lion pops up. <laughs> like, okay, so what don't what exactly what you don't you like about us, please? And he keeps on saying, "Well, can you give me an example? Can you give me five things you don't like about sea lions?" He keeps popping up, and then in the end, he's like, "Look, I've been really really polite with you. All I've asked you to do is this this and this." And it's exactly what people are like on Twitter and Facebook. Like, there's there's this kind of faux politeness. Passive they're, they're just trying to yes, passive aggressive. They're trying to waste your time. So yeah, it's it's called sea lining. That that's good. I like that. Uh, you'll have to find the meme or whatever the cartoon uh, the cartoon for that. Yeah, because that's that's kind of the problem I have is that the um, it's often it's often thrown back at us. This oh well, I thought you were for free speech, mm. and I I I I suppose I suppose what I'm getting at is I struggle with a short definition of what free speech actually is or freedom of speech mm. actually is, because uh, I don't think people define it well. And maybe that's something we need to. We do like to define things, so maybe we should come. We should come and, and try and get a, a short, snappy definition. Yeah, because I think that it. We've said we've often said it's fairly foundational when it comes to freedoms. If you don't have the freedom to communicate, mm. then you're not going to really be able to 
enforce any of the others, so to speak. You're not going to be able to enjoy your other freedoms if you're not allowed to even spread the word. Yeah. So the, the first, the first part, the kind of the kind of the fundamental thing is that there shouldn't be any laws about against anything that you say on your on your yes. own property. That's that's basically what freedom of speech is. There's that kind of secondary aspect where you don't want to shut down bad arguments. You want to challenge them, but that's not really that's not necessarily a free speech issue. Yeah. You know, if there are no laws against against speech, you could still, you know, you could still shut down Nazis, and that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a good idea. Uh, so there's that kind of secondary aspect. I mean, just going back to the Twitter thing, though, there's one thing that I've, and I think this is probably Michael Malice who I've learned this from. Whereas if someone is, you know, sea lining me or just kind of coming mm-hmm. at me with stuff, I'll often just reply and say, look, I'm not gonna, I know I'm not gonna change your mind. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend any time attempting to do so, and I'm quite happy with you not being on my side. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with you being on the opposite side and, and me having nothing to do with you ever again. So Not a polite off you fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but it is it is it is it is it's a it's, polite it's, refusal to engage. Yeah, but uh, but it's it's not it's not just the that I can't be bothered. <laughs> it's that I, I really you know I'm I'm happy with you being on the other side of this. Um, yeah. you know I, it's you know freedom of association. I know your type. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not looking to change the entire world. Well, um, it's I see through you. Hmm. Isn't it? And that's that's the important thing. But just just being comfortable with them because <laughs> because and it's like a character trait of particularly leftists, I think, who and it's probably because they're used to everyone agreeing with them, whether it's the media, the politicians, you know, social media, you know, just public opinion. They're used to everyone being on their side, and they like everyone to have the same opinions. So they they're always trying to convince people to to think the way that they're they're thinking. Whereas if you just say I'm comfortable with you thinking your ridiculous thoughts and not be, and, and being against me and not being on my side. I'm perfectly comfortable with that. They don't that, like that. They don't, they don't like it. They don't want to do it. It's like an alien concept to them. Oh, that's really interesting. That's it like, winds uh, them up as well, which is... A, well, I mean, that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that's interesting. You, you've immediately reminded me um, uh, of, uh, of, a, of a scene from The West Wing. Um, I mean, I, I know that's, that's political, but... Um, uh, this is where uh, he's running for office uh, the the second time, uh, and he's against Bartlett. Yeah, Bar- Bartlett, and it's Bartlett in the debate with um, whoever the guy is. There's a there's a there's a head who on the Republican side. Uh, I can't remember his name now. It's just goes to show how long it's been since I've watched it now. Um, and uh, and and the other guy's talking about how he's for, all for bipartisanship. And everything's about everything's about bipartisanship, and we need to come together. We need to bring the parties together. If I'm president, we'll bring the parties together, and we'll be able to work together. And all this kind of stuff. And Bartlett just goes, "No, we want partisanship. We want to disagree, uh, and that's and that's much much better if we do." Uh, and and I, I I agree with that. I mean, I, that, I mean, he's saying it in the context of party politics. You could take that down the line of. Uh, you know, different branches of government and checks and balances and all that kind of stuff. And there's, you know, there's obviously a grain of something there that should be there. Uh, but I like that. I like the idea of saying to people on the other side because they are, they are for a uniform thought, mm. aren't they? They are for absolute, and, and their and their mission is to is to flatten you into submission, whether you agree with it or not. They just want you to parrot the line. You know, I don't I don't care if you actually disagree with me. I want you to say that you do. And if you calmly <laughs> suggest that it might actually be a good thing if we continually and forever have a different opinion, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's a good way. It, it just it just you know you don't have to reply after that either. You know you can of just course. you can just you can either mute or block or whatever. Um, but the idea, I mean, it it's the last eighteen months has been such a fantastic example of this. The idea that there should only be one way of doing anything. That there is only one truth when it comes to a virus or a vaccine or or, or what you're allowed to do. It's been it's been follow the science and, and and the it's oh what's the scientific consensus? Science does there's no there's never a scientific consensus. Science is all about the whatever is right. It could be one person questioning the science is, is science. the science. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, absolutely. But you're not allowed that. You're not allowed that in this. In this monoculture, mono opinion um, way of working, yeah, everything, everything is 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 getting to. They just want. They it's want, not even getting to binary, is it? No, 
Because no. you're, you're there saying, I quite happily have the opposing view to you. And that freaks them out. But they don't even want that. They don't even want left or right. Or or, or, or with you or against it. They, they just want to flatten all opposition. Yeah, they don't. They don't want any kind of any kind of dissent, any differing opinions. They just want absolute compliance and submission, and that's that. And it's getting to the point where it's it's kind of one opinion for the whole world as well now, isn't it? A new world order, I think, is the term that you need to use for that. It's yeah. It's yeah. I'm 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 kind of not lost for words, but it did. It's happened quicker than I ever anticipated. Much quicker. You know, I th- I thought you know maybe. 10 15 years and it's you know like six months into the coronavirus like that's it you know the whole the whole world is in lockstep other than a handful of us the i mean there's loads of notions i don't think you or i thought that we would see you know normalized in our lifetime um the the, the outright criminalization of dissent uh and just censorship in general the concept of fact checking and the, and they they say it with a straight face. That you know, I wouldn't mind so much is, if it was actual fact checking. I I know, but it, it it from since its inception, it hasn't been, has mm. it? If you see fact check, you can almost guarantee that it's full of lies. Well, so I've seen I've seen a couple. I've seen there's at least one that I can remember, and it was where it was about. Uh, I can't remember. Was it? Was it Veterans Day or something in in the US? Right. And there was some parade about kind of fallen veterans, and Biden was just there looking at his watch. You know, half a dozen times he was you know he was caught looking right. at his watch. Right. right? Okay. And it's it only like a, a it's only things only like a few minutes long or whatever. There was like some procession or whatever, and he was looking at his watch. And then there were there were lots of tweets saying Biden looked at his watch seven times in this kind of you know ten minutes or whatever. And there was like a fact-checking thing about saying, no, he didn't. He, he, he checked his watch a couple of times and that was after the ceremony had finished or whatever. Um, and then that was like demonstrably wrong. So the fact-checker afterwards is like, okay, okay, you know, hold my hand up. I got it wrong that time. After getting like millions of retweets and stuff, he's like, fact-checkers are humans too. That's, that's the, whole, the whole point. The, the point is that, that you, of all people, get this fucking stuff right. It's just, no, but yeah. that... that- there's, there's, they come across. They, they put themselves across as the final say, mm. and as the only say, and that they cannot possibly. I'm the fact check service. Of course, I can't be challenged. To actually, I mean, that's something. To actually admit that they're human, but to not build in that you can challenge the fact check and have it corrected. There was one I was reading uh, the other day on the, on the Daily Skeptic. Uh, someone fact checked. I mean, it shows how it's becoming not more mainstream, but more popular at least. Uh, that an article uh, that uh, um, the I think their in-house doctor guy uh, wrote on there that was looking at a particular report and taking the numbers and trying to do some calculations uh, on uh, how effective the vaccines were and how they've changed over time and came out with a negative figure, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, you know, negative effectiveness. I think that's I think that's genius. Um, and full fact or whoever it was whichever fact check circuit service it is to try to take it apart but one of the things they said was uh you know when when commenting about the report that the article was written on uh the report seems to suggest the following and and was very vague about this notion when it the report actively said that thing and had statements and graphs to that effect. And it's like, it's not suggesting anything. It says this is linked to this. Uh, and so there's been a, a back and forth between uh, the, the guy who wrote the article and the fact check, which he's now made public on Daily Skeptic as well, uh, showing the email chain and saying, because they're saying, they, they sent him an email saying, you need to correct your article because of this, 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 and this, or whatever. And he's gone back and gone, hang on a minute. <laughs> I think you need to correct your fact check, which says this, this, and this. And they just come straight back. And it's, it's, I think it's really interesting. They just come straight back with, uh, yeah, we've re- reviewed your comments and we're not going to make any changes. And it's like, well, that should have been that, that should be your reply. Uh, yeah, yeah. As well. And it's, this, this idea, they, they speak with such a loftiness. They're so aloof. And yet they're so blatantly political. And that's 
It's not even political with a capital P anymore, because this isn't about party politics anymore. But it's all political, isn't it? Every single one of these fact checks is political. It's just the politics now are about, are you with the narrative or are you against it? And I don't even know, I don't even know who or where the narrative is coming from anymore. I can't even tell. Yeah, it's it's all again. It's this kind of converging opportunism, converging opportunism, isn't it? In in that there, you know, there are certain sectors who all, for whatever reason, want your compliance, and they're just working out what works. And if this works, then yeah, we'll we'll, we'll push for that. And you know, if someone, you know, if, if if someone finds something that that works, like getting everyone to wear masks or get injected or you know some kind of opinion. Then others will jump onto that and think, "Ah, oh, okay, this this works for getting people compliant and submissive, so we'll do that as well." So there's now like a narrative of this: you must do this, you must do this, you must do this, and we can put a bit, we can put a bit of fear in there as well. You know, fear obviously works. Uh, so they're just, they all want your compliance, maybe for different things, but it doesn't matter. They just want to get you. They just want to get the entire population compliant. Then they'll fight over what they want afterwards. But once they've got everyone compliant. Then we'll get the arguments about which way, you know, which way the human race goes. At the moment, they're all working together to get everyone just submissive and just yes. a whole kind of you know world population of sheep. Once they've got these sheep, okay, then there'll probably be a little bit of arguing about the way the way forward. Have you ever felt more like a rat in a maze? <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? It's just it's the whole thing is just a giant experiment. I mean, you've got the medical experiments that are going on anyway but the the whole thing it's yeah it feels you know if you were ever if you're ever teetering on the edge and thinking are we in a simulation you know the last 18 months will will be convincing you wouldn't it yeah that's um what's his name the dilbert writer scott adams scott adams you see i i stopped lurking on his feed and stuff because he started just going a bit going a bit nuts on on COVID stuff, so you, yeah, and he was a bit. He was he wasn't very good on masks, right? Um, he was he was pro mask because they must make some kind of a difference. Friction works and, and all this kind of stuff. Friction, yeah, you're going to slow the particles down because some of them are going to rub on <laughs> some of them are going to rub on the mask. <laughs> he has no idea. Yeah, no, no idea at all. And oh. he's very, very, very good on a lot of things, just not this. He's good at observation. Mm. But that 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 requires a different kind of sense, mm. uh, and the, the common sense that everyone is lacking. Um, and this is the thing: is that you, you come up with something. The genius of all of this, the utter genius of it. Maybe that's unfair to true geniuses. <laughs> is the invisibility of it? Terrorism was a visible threat. Okay, it may still have been something that had a tiny tiny potential impact on you as in an actual terrorist event and i'm not talking about whether or not 9-11 was a false flag or any any of these kind of things but you know a terrorist act um it, it it's there it's physical you can film it you can see the aftermath um th- this this is the, the genius of this is that it's just all hidden it's all invisible. You're, 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 you can't see your breath. You are afraid of the air. You can't tell if you've got it or not. You might be, you might be a super spreader and not know it. You might be asymptomatic. Yeah. You might be, you might be a, you know, everyone was so, typhoid I mean, Mary, weren't they? Well, and obviously, I mean, it's just all lies. I mean, that's just that's just all demonstrably false. It never, it's never been true for any other uh, any other disease. Uh, typhoid Mary was such an exception. <laughs> well, there's only ever been one of her. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You, you said before, when I brought up that in March last year, there was this moment where everything changed. And you said it was because Italy did a lockdown and, and everyone kind of went, oh, they can... I think can I think that's when it was. I mean, it, I mean, obviously, we're all just making suggestions. And it could be, it could be post hoc, ergo propter hoc, but, you know, it's a, a reasonable a, suggestion. I have a theory. I have a theory on this now and see what you think about it. And it's... That it was the moment that a scientist or group of scientists in in the shadowy groups, the the ones that have all their emails redacted, yeah, Fauci or or, or Dashik or any any of the other clowns, okay, put their hands up and said, "It's one of ours. This virus is one of ours." 
That's that's my latest theory. Right. I've not tested this with anyone. Yeah, I've not read this anywhere. It's my latest theory that it, it got them till March, and then they're like, uh, yeah, this is the one that we made out of that bat and that pangolin and, and all the other all the other SARS viruses. Uh, this this is this is the one. And 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 that's when it got circulated around the Western world as this is this is one of ours. So we get to do all the things we were going to do. But why can't they... Why couldn't they have done that anyway? What do you mean? Well, so all the things they want to do, they could do that with any virus. Why, why, why does the fact that it was man-made change any of that? Uh, because they all knew that there was going to be a moment where they did this and that it was going to kick off vaccines and everything else. So, I, I, I so you think, think it was all planned and yeah. it just came early because it accidentally got leaked? Something like that. Something right. like that. I mean, Fa- Fauci said that Fauci said like a couple of years before. On, this is not camera, a drill. This is not a drill. <laughs> he said he said there will be a surprise pandemic in the Trump during the Trump administration. You're not seeing that. No. If you took all of the all of the clips of Fauci that condemn him, okay, and put them all together, I think your jaw would hit the floor. Okay. I mean, he's full of doublespeak, but he, he, he said these things. He said, there will be, I'll mark my words, there'll be a surprise panic. Oh, look, oh, look at this. <laughs> yeah, here's one I made earlier. So I, I think that, bearing in mind, there's all, there's been the plan, there was the, the dry runs, there was the, you know, the World Economic Forum and lockstep plans and, you know, was it Event 201 or something or Event 21? There was, there was all of the practice you know, let's just get some people together and film how we might deal with a pandemic, uh, and and all and all that jazz. That were you know months within months of uh, of this all happening. I think it was it was widely circulated that there will be a, an attempt to push the vaccines, and and along along with that, you'll have the opportunity, governments, of of taking back control. <laughs> And this was, I think, March was the signal that it's no, no, no. It's this time, guys. This isn't just any other virus. This is the time that we get to do all of that shit because it's ours. So that's what triggered Italy because they were obviously the worst yep. first. Yeah. Right. Because I, I just, it's just I, a theory, obviously. I, yeah. Or I, hypothesis. I'd never know which what the difference is. Uh, I yeah. I mean, a, a, a yeah. I'm not too sure. I mean, they're both unproven, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was like Italy just thought we'll give this a punt. Let's let's try it. Let's see yeah. if we can lock our population down. You know they've got. Yeah. I mean, they, let's face it, they've got a history of fascism. Um, <laughs> let's try it. And then everyone else thought, hold up a second, Italians didn't. It, 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 you see, you know, it's just it's the fact. It's, it's Italians not, didn't bat an eyelid. It's not. It's not the fact that they then did lockdowns. It's the. It's just the change of tone of everything. It's the sudden introduction of the term new normal. During the three weeks to flatten the curve, they talked about vaccines and they talked about the new normal. And it's like, hang on a minute. I remember thinking at the time, new normal? This is all temporary, surely. And then when they said vaccines, like, there's no way, again, traditional vaccines, there's no way they can do this. They were ready. As as evidenced by the re- the, mo- the most recent Fauci video that's I've been unearthed on C-SPAN, uh, of him uh, and again him and him and colleagues talking about um, you know the only way the only way we're going to get it takes ten years normally to go through all the trials the only way we're going to do this is some kind of virus out of uh, out of China some kind of special event they I I, I genuinely think they've been planning it mm. planning it for years. I mean I think once Italy went into lockdown. Everyone started rubbing their hands together and thinking, if we play our cards right, we can do this now. So let's let's start ramping up the rhetoric and the hyperbole. Get everyone scared. Yeah. Uh, you know, try and get the numbers up as much as possible, and then we can have our, we can have our lockdown, and then that's it. You know, it's game over at that point. But it was already it was already a rumor, wasn't it, that it had leaked out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology at that point? Of course it was. It's right on the it's right on the doorstep. Yeah. And so my point is, those who know. Knew. Those those at the time who knew it did come from there were were telling everyone, yeah, yeah, it's out there. But they must have known that before March, though. 
I mean, there, there were, there and were, that's why it's just the hypothesis there were, that there they were, came clean then. Yeah, there, I mean, there were talks. I mean, in the latest I've heard is that there were there have been cases as far back as the summer or late summer of 2019. Because be, before there was talks of people in China in like November, yeah. you know, having you know having Related symptoms. To the lab specifically. Yeah. Whereas now they're saying no, people in the lab were sick. Um, long before then, you know, a few months before, you know, kind of sort of August, September time, they were they were getting sick with COVID-like symptoms. Um, so they had they had months of kind of knowing that it's probably leaked. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The whole thing's crazy, and this this is what it boils down to. It boils down to trying to work out. I mean, look, I suppose I just find it I find it interesting how they work. I don't care about motive. And actually, their motives have to be sinister. This isn't this isn't to look after you. What I've seen this written a number of times. Is, yeah, once once you just accept that they want to kill you, everything makes sense. <laughs> mm. Well, they, they they want, and again, I think this is Michael Michael Malice in that he you know he says they they want your absolute obedience, but they'll settle for your death. <laughs> That should be funny, but it's so accurate, isn't it? You know, they want you, they want you to absolutely comply, but if, if if but if you die, then then they're happy with that. That's a price they're willing to take. Mm. Yeah, in the words of Lord Farquhar, it, it is it is extremely extremely sinister, and it's the you know I I guess that what surprised me is that the fact that people can't they either can't see through it or they're happy with it. They're absolutely happy with, and and this is another thing. You know, going back to what it's I was like saying, a giant IQ test. Going back to what I was saying earlier uh, about the tweets and, and saying, you know, I'm happy for you not to be on my side. Yeah, yeah. There's there's talk now, and again, it's only it's only the kind of the right wingers and libertarians talking about, like in America, about like a national divorce, and and you know maybe we shouldn't have to have to be one USA. There can be, you know, state. You know, we can we can have like a as le- in secession or or just disagreement. Uh, yes, well, kind of secession in that you know all the left wingers can vote for their guy, all the right wingers can vote for our guy, and we'll you know we'll just we'll just split up. We'll have like a you know we'll have like red states and blue states, and and they can you know they don't have to have anything to do with each other. It's always the left wingers that aren't interested in that. They want absolute control well, we, of everybody. Well, and we boiled this down before, didn't we? It's those who are fine um, with anyone having their opinion or the, or, or, the, or their own personal way. And those who want to enforce it on others, I mean, it does it does get boiled down to coercion or not? Mm. You know, no, no unvaccinated person wants to force unvaccination, mm. <laughs> that's the term, on 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 the others. And you know, I I will I will emphatically argue, as in I will I will try to convince anyone who I think is is willing to be convinced uh, that they shouldn't they shouldn't take it or that they shouldn't have taken it um but I, I, I wouldn't have i wouldn't have stopped them from getting it i wouldn't have had a rule saying they couldn't get it albeit we start getting dangerously on the lines of what self-defense when they're trying to kill you type stuff again we've had these conversations before um if they you know if the jabs are to kill people shouldn't we try to stop them <laughs> by force <laughs> just sort of getting at you know it's that yeah, I think they'd have to be they'd have to be slightly more dangerous than they are now, I think. You don't know how dangerous they are yet. Long term effects and all that. And we and we know they kill people. Yeah, but we can't I I I think if you if we, for example, bombed a vaccination centre, I think that would be I I don't think that would be quite quite self defence yet. Because you're talking about defending for other people, aren't you? Because we're not getting I'm injured. trying to prevent death. Yeah. Yeah. By, by, I mean, let, 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 let's let's be clear. I'm not talking about harming those people who are giving vaccinations. Just trying to attempt to stop the vaccination program. Sure, but if you could burn all the vaccines by clicking Thanos's glove, I would do it right now. Right. Oh, wouldn't you? Oh, sorry. I re- I react. That <laughs> you saw my reaction very very quickly there. Oh, absolutely. They don't work. They do worse than work. They kill people. They don't actually prevent anything. Did you see the? Um, but uh, people, the, people should be free to to put stupid things to inject stupid things in their bodies. But the government shouldn't be free to create things that do stupid things to people. Yeah, I mean they, they shouldn't. They I'm shouldn't. talking about restricting government. It's the government that's done this. It is, but how do you? So, 
it, it's if it, I could it, snap my fingers, the vaccines would be gone. I mean, it's standing in in the way of someone who wants to get a vaccine and preventing them from getting a vaccine. Do you think that's fair game? In 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 normal times, in general terms, I wouldn't have any problem with anyone choosing what they put in their body. I'm I'm talking about this. If this doesn't feel like war, I don't know what I don't know what does. I'm I'm saying they're they're literally out to kill us, and in the most inhumane ways that they can. And people need to resist it as much as they possibly can. Um, yeah, but you're talking about resisting it for someone who doesn't want to resist it. I think that's across a line. I mean, there's an argument for destroying all the vaccines because they were created with public money that they never should have had. So, you know, you could, you I, could I argue totally that. I totally see what you're saying. But actually stopping, you know, let's say someone, you know, someone wants to get a, a you know, a, a Pfizer vaccine, which is like notionally private sector, they want to kind of get it injected into them. You're going to, you, you think, standing in the way and saying, I'm going to prevent you from injecting that. That is where I am at the moment, which right. is, which I know is dicey. What about the property rights of that person, that human, their, their own body, self ownership? Um, they think it's going to help them. And yeah, but that okay. That this is this is this is what socialists always I know, talk, isn't I know, it? I know, I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm you think you I'm libertarians think you're right, but you're wrong. We need to we need to guide ah, you. So what if I'm wrong? It's paternalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you're wrong and that person was vulnerable, but yeah. they would have taken the vaccine and maybe had a couple of side effects, but it would have, for all intents and purposes, prevented them from getting severe symptoms when they caught COVID nineteen yeah. and. Because you prevented them, yeah, they died. I could, I could, I could, I could be wrong. It's paternalism. I could be wrong. Yeah, which is why I, I don't want to go down that road. That's what that's that's what it's led me to today. <laughs> the Thanos glove is yeah. where it's it's where it's led me to today. I, I wish I wish the vaccines didn't exist. Yeah, I, I you know I'm 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 with you, but I don't want to I don't want to be a, a, a you know I mean that's I, I, yeah totally. No, I don't want to. It's either. kind of nanny state, isn't it? It, it is. It is. I, I don't I don't want to either. You don't want to. I don't want to think what I'm thinking right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, need, I, I know what I'm going to do is wrong. Yeah, I need to find a way of pulling you, pulling you back. Um, yeah, because I'm almost, I'm almost thinking um, that it'll. It, I'm almost ends ends justifying the means with it. That's social. Yes, it's communism, socialism, isn't right. it? That's like yes, yeah, it's for the greater good. For the greater good, I'm going to yeah. stop you taking that vaccine. But, it, but it's not. It's for the individual good, because. That it 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 doesn't work. It doesn't work with anyone. Okay, so on the same on the same lines, would you stand in the way of half a dozen people who wanted to get together and form a commune? No, because it's not enough that they're good. That'll, that, that, that'll, that will you know that will lead to their abject poverty. Uh, it's not the same as, uh, uh, as as the suffering and death because of the vaccine. I think you're more likely to suffer in a commune. I mean, you're you're a hundred percent likely to suffer in a commune, <laughs> <laughs> whereas you know you're fifty-fifty with a vaccine, maybe. You know, how how much are you are you not willing for people to 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 make their own bad decisions? People have to be able to make their own bad decisions. <laughs> yes, and they're doing it on such a mass scale at the moment. But it doesn't matter. Principles are principles. Yeah. you can't. You know, you. I know. Got... I know. I know. And yours are just out that window. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do. I mean, I mean, these are the. It's the. It's the. These are the toughest scenarios for for voluntarists, for libertarians, for anarchists. Yeah. When you know, it's you know, it's like when you're when you're fighting for. I remember when, um, you know, when someone like who was that really really obnoxious liberal democrat? And I know that could be anyone. Guy with the guy with the 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 slopey shoulders. Um, who was? He's an. You know, he kind of. He'd, Utter, utter psychopath. Chris Yoon. Oh, oh our favourite. <laughs> Chris Yoon. Um, do you remember yeah, the best Camera photo? Up the nose, yeah, Chris Yoon. Best political photo. That, that photo is even better than Gordon Brown with a swastika behind him. Yeah. Um, but So when he when he got done for speeding, yeah. this is something that I struggled with. Um, because Victimless crime. Yeah, yeah. But my argument at the time, because I remember there was an article on the, the backbencher written by like a, an, an anarchist friend of mine. And... Um, 
they were, you know, kind of talking about, you know, this. You need to, you know, we we, we can't send him away from this because it's it's been a victimless crime. And I'm like, hang on, he made those rules. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. You know, it's like if you if if if, they're, if it was somebody else, and you know, like one of any anybody else, any member of the public, I'll be I'll be fine. But if you're the one signing off on the rules, then then that was different. Caesar's wife should be beyond reproach. <laughs> but then that you know they, that, they, that's what you mean. But yeah, they kind of they kind of convinced me otherwise. So, but it, it is it's really hard when you've got your enemies who are about to be you know strung up for something like that. You should you should fight for it's like fighting for free speech for for communists. Yeah. You know, we could we if we had the power to to snap Thanos's finger and and shut them all up for good. You know, would you would you do that if you could just you know, get rid Sorry, of? Sorry, define that again. If if you could like you know you know all about all the like the, say the no platforming and the censorship and stuff. If you could just censor all communists or all socialists. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. But what what if you could if you could prevent them somehow from you know forming, you know communes and, and that kind of thing but you see you can it's the same argument you know what 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 are you prepared right, but, to do right. to, to, to to because you know that you're but clever we both than those agreed, guys we both are. agreed we're snapping the fingers so hard our fingers break to get rid of government yeah that's completely different though is it yeah of course it is so people aren't voluntarily um being governed right now no really Oh, some are, but you, you don't think the vast majority of people are voluntarily going along with all of it. It's not about the majority. Because they think it's the only way. It's not about. It's not. It's never been about the majority. Right, but I'm saying that's that's, that's the kind of the argument for democracy, isn't it? Governments oppress people. If the government, if it, I'm not it, saying that the majority that, that because of the majority it means it's right. I'm just making an observation that. It's only us tiny few. But that's enough. It only has to be one person. It only has to be one person. Want to be right. No, no. If, 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 if an organisation... You're trying to impose your way of living on everyone else by saying that you're not allowed to have a government. No, I'm just saying... Yes, yes, absolutely. Because a government means controlling everybody. But some people want there to be control over everybody. Yes, but you can't, you can't consent for me. I'm, I'm just trying not to be oppressed. But you want to you want to end government for everyone, not just for you. Yes, because government affects me. If government didn't affect me and they wanted to form their own notional government that was voluntary and that only affected them and didn't have rules that affected me, they can go for it. They can absolutely go so for it. So is there a parallel there with vaccines and how it affects us? I mean, bear in mind that we're talking about essentially mandatory vaccines. We're talking about vaccines that are not in the traditional sense. Uh, and we're talking about them there being already it is more difficult for you and I to live in this society mm. because those vaccines exist do you, do you do you see where I'm going with this yeah but it, and if I could get rid of all the government side of that but I still wouldn't prevent somebody from getting a vaccine voluntarily and I think this is where this is why I've been thinking the way I've been thinking it's if if it was voluntary <laughs> If there was no difference in how you were treated in in society, whether you had a vaccine or not, I wouldn't care less whether people were killing themselves with it. It's that it comes with all of the other authoritarianism as well. But you just have to get rid of You have to draw the line where you get rid of the authoritarianism and leave everything else. The same way if somebody wants to elect a leader yes. for them that doesn't affect me, fill your boots. Go yes. and, you know, you can but do that. But saying I want to get rid of the vaccines is the same as saying I want to get rid of state schools. I'm, I'm putting them in the same in the same category. No, it'd be like saying getting, getting rid of schools. Hey, I'm talking about these vac- these gene therapies. I'm not talking about all vaccines of any kind. Yeah, but I, it's I, you, yeah. state education harms people in the same way that we just described there about you know a commune is going to cause people harm. State education harms people. Yeah, but I don't want to blow up state schools. No, I didn't say that. I just said get rid of them. I just want to defund them. So if, if you're talking about just defunding Pfizer and, and all the vaccines and stuff, yeah, but I'm not talking about standing in someone's way and preventing them. This is the finger snap. That's what I was saying. It's not, it's not, about, it's not about harm. <laughs> this is about I want them all, all, all gone. I just want them not to exist. It's not about firebombing a place. Yeah, but it's, it's okay. So but would you, 
I mean, is that you were saying before that you would you would actively prevent people from getting vaccines because you know it's bad for them, and you you described it as being like self defense, but defending somebody else. Yes, I'm 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 saying that I'm struggling at the moment with the concept of when when does when 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 do you cross that line of something being self defense um because it's it's killing people. But I didn't define what I would do and then we we very very quickly went to if they could, if you could end them all now, would you? Absolutely, yes. I mean, I, 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 I don't. In the same way that you would snap your fingers and end all state schools. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't destroy them. No, I did. Right. You're talking about. You're talking about making the, the vaccines vanish. I'm not talking about making state schools vanish. I'm talking about stopping their funding and they suddenly become private schools. Right. You see. Okay. And there's a, there's a difference there because that uh, the, the the state school building uh, and and the teachers and whatever is it's it's not. It's not necessarily the problem, and that, but that is literally a problem of ownership and funding, isn't it? Whereas the vaccines exist, this poison exists. This is this has been something that's been designed to hurt you. It already exists. It's a pathogen. It's a it's a it's a weapon. But you 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 know people should be free to take that the same way they're free to snort cocaine and to take heroin and and you know it's this is this is just like it's like you're starting your own war on drugs. <laughs> And when have they ever gone well? <laughs> Nick's war on drugs. And when, when, have, when have the people who've been trying to prevent drugs ever been on the right side of history? This is prohibition again. Prohibition. <laughs> you know, this is, this is where you've got, to, you've, got to think, you've got to think of the big picture. You know, are we the baddies? <laughs> and I think if you just wanted to destroy everything. I recognise it's a slippery slope. I mean, that's, that's a fundamental, that's destruction of property rights, isn't it? If you're just making something vanish, regardless of whether it's Thanos's glove or, or, or not, you know, I'm not, I'm not for destruction of property, even if it's a statue of Karl Marx. So in your, so in your, press the button so hard it bleeds, that government is ended. Mm. What, what, what happens? Maybe we've never defined this enough, but I'm, not, I'm, I was assuming certain things disappear. I, if yeah, not I, the people. Because I don't know how you're supposed to end it. If you, to, to be honest, if you don't actually get rid of some of the people involved, <laughs> I mean that, that's probably why these things don't actually exist because it's in, it's yes. impossible. Um, yeah, and that's why in this hypothetical, I was I was treating it in the same way. Yeah, it is abstraction. I, I still don't. I, I mean, I mean, I can. The government is oppressing me, therefore I would, you know, get rid of it. However, whatever the means are. Um, yeah. Look, don't don't get me wrong. All I want is for people to wake up. Yeah. I'd I'd like there to be as little death between now and that awakening as possible. But now that's me forcing my will on those people. I don't want them to die. But this is this is this is the if I were in charge. If only we had the right people in charge, everything would be fine. No. Of course it is. It's it's exactly it's exactly the same. It's like you saying, "I know, I know best." Listen, to, listen to me. I know best. This okay, is not so good for you. Are you accepting? Are you accepting of? You don't. You don't. You don't mourn for these people. You don't. You know. But you need to. Ch- if you don't change the. If you don't change their minds in the. You know, in the right way, you're gonna. You, in you, the right way. That sounds sinister. <laughs> well, yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want to brainwash people or you don't want to censor the other side you know you want to kind of yeah. challenge and, and debate and have a dialectic and come to the truth that's the way of doing it so which is why I'm not for censoring you know pro-vaccine people for okay, example here's something. Let's, let's, let's take it a bit um, a bit more small scale it, there's, a, there's a few too many Thanos finger snaps going on uh, let's, let's willy nilly <laughs> willy and indeed nilly let's let's look at uh, let's actually look at some um Let's look at a bit of destruction of property here, okay? Government property. We've talked before, and we've been a bit hesitant to maybe commit to to this, but the concept of public property we very much disagree with. And so I've said before, eh, would you would you be against, for example, some va- vandalism of a government building because you own it, <laughs> or or at least it's not it's not concrete like 
private property is and you and you reject the very the very notion of of the ownership of that by by the public yeah never let it be said that we don't discuss difficult topics and even challenge our own philosophy on sounding board if we were to or okay I'll, I'll keep you out of it because clearly you're, you're you're not you know you don't want to be associated in this way if I, if I was to no no one's getting harmed no private property is being damaged here okay but if I was to in some way disable our local vaccination center bearing in mind that it's you know all it's doing is giving out the death jabs yeah uh, I've already tried to do my part by chucking all the signs in the bushes and then they came up again uh, the next day uh, and uh, and you and I need to go and do that again. Mm. Um, you see, you're, you're far for that. Is that not denying people choices where they don't know where the vaccination centre is? They can't follow the signs? <laughs> I think they'll know where it is. I don't think those signs are convincing anybody. Well, and so, little thought experiment. If I was to stop that vaccination centre from operating, obviously I'm not stopping all of them. People would come to this one and be unable to get to this one and go somewhere else. But if, let's say, if enough of them were disrupted, and it and it made the headlines, if there was in, if there, if more people saw that vaccination centres were being targeted, and I'm, again, I'm not talking about firebombing them here. It could just be. Well, yeah, gluing you, yourself to the road. <laughs> well, but yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair, you said about you know putting yourself in the way. Maybe it is, or maybe it's just vandalism, whatever. But as I say, I, not I think, private property. Yeah, if it if it if it got into the mainstream media that these things were happening, do you think it could cause the awakening to happen quicker? That people started going right this 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 is getting serious now there's 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 proper targeting of these of no these no the people would be labeled as terrorists it would have the opposite effect and the same way that you get some numpty gluing themselves in the middle of the road because you won't insulate <laughs> oh, your house. that's what you were comparing me to <laughs> you'll be seen in the same light as insulate britain and extinction rebellion and Could, all these clowns ever heard a more ridiculous name than insulate Britain well, for I'll, people who are against global warming. Well, well, that's the point I made on Twitter, and this, right. got, this, this got a bit of traction. I was saying that the, the takeaway <laughs> from this is that global warming doesn't exist, otherwise they'd be ventilate Britain. <laughs> ventilate, yeah. Insulate Britain. Yeah. That's, that's what we're doing by putting all this carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, so you claim. Oh, it's ridiculous. So would would I would I I mean because I, I thought you were going to ask me would I be would I be another Guy Fawkes and like go to the House of Parliament <laughs> and blow them up? Um, I'm not sure I would. I'm not sure. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have anything against anyone we're, who did. <laughs> really? So you wouldn't be against me if I stopped all the vaccines? I think that's you know destruction of public property. I would find it hard to get angry about because it's. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's 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 my money that they've used. Guy Fawkes. Yes. We're we're in October now. We're we're heading towards Halloween and then Guy Fawkes night. Bonfire night. Um My son said to me yesterday, he's like, We should probably celebrate that, shouldn't we? Um, because of, how do you celebrate it though is the this question is, this, and this because is every, everybody celebrates it in the wrong way they celebrate oh we've, we've, we've done, we're, we're burning Guy Fawkes because he was a bad guy no you're celebrating Guy Fawkes yes. because he was a hero and so I wanted to ask you that question because we had exactly that discussion I said well, we need to make a guy but we need to not burn it yeah, or we make Chris Whitty or I mean that'll get <laughs> <laughs> this will get banned won't it or Fauci or someone um <laughs> Is this year the time to make a? Uh, a, a I was trying to write with the word because you call it a guy, but you know, an effigy. You want to burn Chris Whitty an effigy? 
<laughs> or Bill Gates, or Patrick Valance, or Fauci. You know, I'm not. I'm not about that. Peter but Daszak. I, I'm more, more for. I, I just. I just want to celebrate the good guys. So I, I want to. You know, I would. I would happily. I mean, I, I go on. I go on Twitter every year and make a big thing about watching Viva Vendetta yes. and how. You know, you remember, remember, and it's remembering for the right reason. Not remember it because the government won. It's because this yeah. guy was, you know, the only only honest man to enter Parliament, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And because he was being, you know, the Catholics were being hideously oppressed at the time. This was yeah. the literally the only thing. The, 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 it was a last resort for them. Um, so they kind of stood up for what they, you know, what they believed in. Uh, and you know, if 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 you're forced to do a dis- destruction of a bit of a bit of public property because you're being oppressed and you know then 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 so be it so we need to we need to celebrate standing up for the right thing um and yeah we're, we're celebrating guy fawkes not the demise of guy fawkes no. it's it's celebrating him so yeah i'm all i'm all for that and i make i make a thing about sticking my v for vendetta mask on and watching the film and you know doing all that it's like it's you know i prefer that to you know everyone goes nuts about halloween don't they Around this well, time we of year, kind of imported that from America. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a commercial celebration. I do tend to watch Halloween one and two, the films, on, <laughs> because they are they are great, and you can watch them back to back. Like the second one starts literally from the minute the first one does. Ends. It. I've not, I've never seen um, it. So I do tend to watch those, but I don't make a big thing about Halloween. But Guy Fawkes, I'm you know I'm kind of you know tweeting for days beforehand, and like during the day, I'm you know and I'm kind of telling everyone to to watch it and sending out like kind of links and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'll make a big thing about so Guy Fawkes. Are you, are you, would you consider yourself quite expert on on this story and what happened? No, although I bought a book recently. Um, I bought a book recently about it I've yet to read because I've got like a whole big stack of books. Right, so what you need um, to do then is you need to read that book. Uh, and do a, do a Guy Fawkes podcast. About Guy Fawkes episode because mm. we've not done one. We've not done one and I think that might be, that might be a nice thing to do around the, the 5th of November. Oh, so I haven't got long then. Better get reading If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.